Warning, the following program is solely intended for a mature audience. Any of the idiotic opinions and views expressed on this show are solely opinions of Dark Cringe Radio and not of its advertisers, which is completely pointless because this poorly produced, dumbass podcast has no advertisers. Furthermore, any rebroadcast or redistribution of Dark Friend Radio podcasts without per- the permission is strictly prohibited. If you do, we will find you. And then we will send three black-eyed children to your home or office to collect your soul. Thank you. Enjoy the show. And welcome to Dark Fringe Radio. I am your host, Will Martinez, and uh, thanks for joining on the podcast this week. we got a great podcast uh, for you guys today, and we're going to be talking about direct energy weapons and how that all ties in with the uh, California wildfires and a lot of suspicious shit that's going on over there. But me and Jake are going to tackle all that here in a little bit. I'm going to jump into a couple of uh, headlines that I want to talk about. But first, of course, the social media, of course. As I do every week, you can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look up Dark Fringe Radio. You can find all our stuff there. And uh, please uh, share and like all that stuff uh, with your friends and family. Anybody that you know uh, that would uh, be interested in any of this kind of stuff that we talk about here on the podcast, uh, please uh, spread that stuff amongst uh, your friends, please. Of course, you can uh, listen to us on iTunes Also, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and uh, Player FM. Those are a couple of different avenues for you guys to check that out. If you do um, happen to uh, check us out on iTunes, I do ask you guys, if you could, please leave a five-star rating and a comment for us, and that helps us out uh, with advertisers and so on and so forth, and uh, helps out the podcast tremendously. So uh, that's a way to pay us back for the Christmas New Year. And uh, if you could, guys, um, do that for me, that'd be great. So uh, that's enough for the social media and all that bullshit. Um, I wanted to jump into a couple of uh, headlines that I wanted to really, uh, you know, that I thought were pretty substantial that came out this past week. First off was CIA unloads millions of classified documents on its website, including information on UFOs and psychic powers. Now, you know, uh, the CIA has like a, I believe it's a, routine uh, i think it's over 60 years things have to become declassified so i guess this was a slew of declassified things that um you know just recently came out and the cia is putting its secret history online uploading millions of newly declassified documents the documents include previously unseen information about the agency's hunt for ufos and its work on the stargate project which uh, tried to uh, teach humans to become psychic and see through walls now let me just stop everybody right there. If you just read that 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 paragraph and you say to yourself, the government actually invested money, and we're not talking about thousands of dollars, we're talking about millions of dollars to this particular type of, you know, development, there has to be something there. I mean, come on. All that money is being, you know, pushed to, you know, develop that. You're going to tell me there's nothing there, but, you know, I digress. So one document, for instance, um, describes the project in detail. It shows how the CIA recruited volunteers uh, to go through a program of training that would let people access information without uh, any of the usual means. Now, so which uh, would be used as a weapon for which there is, quote unquote, no known defense. So whatever the hell that means, Um, the U.S. spy agency will put up 12 million pages into its online reading room, quote-unquote, where people will be able to uh, search through the uh, documents. Uh, The previously uh, classified pages include private briefs given to presidents and the information that passed between its operatives. They cover everything from the Cold War and Vietnam to relatively modern uh, problems like terrorism. So um, that means that uh, people can now see um, its history from its uh, formation from the early 90s till now. And um, none of it's selected, uh, the agency claims, meaning that it shows some of the agency and the U.S. government's most controversial episodes. The CIA has to uh, declassify records that are 25 years old. So I was wrong when my my initial uh, statement of 60 is actually 25 years old, um, unless they're made exempt. Uh, That means that each year that it releases a whole new set 
But this year, um, it's been accompanied by the first time with the documents that have been made available online. Until now, the documents can only be read on four terminals inside the U.S. National Archives in the, its original format. So the only way you could go, actually get this information before all this was actually going to this place at the U.S. National Archives and seeing it there for yourself. So I think it's a pretty substantial thing that's going on in uh, you know the news, and not a lot of people are talking about it. You know, a lot of stuff is being... Um, covered because of the government shutdown and so on and so forth that's taken a lot of um, attention away from other things but you know this is a pretty uh, significant piece of information that's being declassified and being disseminated by the CIA and I think that little by little people are going to be if they haven't already I don't know how how hard do we have to hit you over the head for you guys to freaking realize that there's something more to the, all this and that the government's actually investing money into researching it. So think about it. All right. Now you have this, all these documents that are declassified. I think you're going to find more and more people that are going to be going through this information, like those Reddit people and really picking it apart and putting pieces together of how a plus B equals C you know, those guys and those individuals are very smart on Reddit. So I can see all this information being combed through and a lot of different conspiracy theorists and theories will come out of this, uh, out of this declassification of all this information. So again, um, a pretty interesting information uh, cache that's going to be released, um, you know, to the public that I think is going to be uh, pretty significant for uh, the theory the conspiracy theorist community so we'll see how that all unfolds here in the future um the second thing i wanted to talk about was a former farmer executive who was who joined hhs to help lower drug prices was found bludgeoned to death in dc and it was ruled a suicide now just by that headline alone you can decipher that there's something wrong in this whole story it's very difficult to bludgeon yourself and commit suicide at the same time. I mean, it, the bludgeoning usually is done by another individual. And especially in a way to kill yourself. You don't normally kill yourself in a bludgeoning type scenario. Uh, usually people hang themselves, cut themselves, you know, in a bathtub. Uh, you know, sh- shoot themselves, you know, all those horrible things. This was none of the uh, none of the uh, above. It was just ridiculous, and it's ridiculous that they even ruled this as suicide. That's the more ridiculous thing out of this whole scenario. But a former executive of Pfizer recently tasked with joining HHS to help reduce the prices of big pharma's monopoly prescription medications was found bludgeoned to death outside his Washington D.C. apartment. Local police ruled the death of Daniel Best a suicide raising immediate questions about how the individual can bludgeon himself to death with multiple blows. Hmm. The city's Office of Chief Medical Examiner on Thursday said Best died from multiple blood force injuries and it ruled his death a suicide. It would not release further information and reports uh, Cleveland.com. The news website also reports. In announcing his death, HHS Secretary Alex Azar said that the 49-year-old former CVS Health and Pfizer Pharmaceuticals executive agreed to work at HHS out of the desire to serve the American people by making health care more affordable. Uh, not everybody is buying the official explanation. The uh, chief medical examiner's verdict raised questions among the health community, with many people refusing to believe that Best killed himself by repeatedly hitting himself with a blunt object until he died, reports the neonettle.com. So... Uh, yeah. Does this make any sense? Do we have to actually believe this? Do we have to actually look at this and say that we're going to just, you know, take this as an explanation? I mean, how, how, how stupid do we have to be? I mean, this is ridiculous. This is, you know, alone. You can see the issue right here. The corruption is, is ridiculous. In every facet. It, I mean, to the point where they're ruling this person's death a suicide. Multiple blows to the head? Come on, man. It doesn't make sense. So, the uh, according to Washington, D.C. police, Bess was found unresponsive near the garage door exit of an apartment building in D.C.'s Navy Yard neighborhood at 5.25 a.m. on November 1st. He was pronounced dead by medical personnel who responded to the scene. 
to believe that Daniel Best murdered himself strains any shred of credibility, in my opinion. I mean, if you if you're going to read the, about this story, you it doesn't make any sense. None of this, none of the puzzles, you know, pieces of the puzzles fit. Uh, this guy was not any type of person to want or had the desire to kill himself. He was not depressed. He wasn't any kind of uh, antidepressants, nothing like that. This was a hit job. This was a hit job. And if you guys can't see it, I don't know what how else to, to, to paint the picture for you guys. But that's what this was. Why would he choose to do it outside just as, you know, garage door exit, you know, of his apartment complex? Inside of, you know, why go through all out there to do that? And why not just do it inside your house if you're going to do that? Right? And just let people find you in your room. Because... That's what most people do, right? But that's most people who have actually killed themselves, not people that are get killed. So, remains the question. We also must consider who stands to benefit from interfering with process, with the process that might end big pharma's drug price monopoly. Um, if you think that you know the corrupt pharmaceutical industry, you know who routinely bribes doctors, pushes you know fake science, and uses human beings as guinea pigs for medical experience. You know, also murders children with toxic vaccines at times. And, you know, I, I'm i on the fence of, about that. And that's a whole other episode of a podcast we can do about vaccinations. But there's a lot of evidence that points to that. You know, over the year, 100,000 U.S. children are maimed or killed by vaccines each year. You know, they that's that's been reported. You know, why would they hesitate to kill one man who might stand in their way of, you know, continued, you know, ridiculous profits, you know? That's what they do. They have people. They hire people to do this. So, you know, it's even dangerous for me to even be talking about this kind of stuff, you know, because, you know, more people that learn about it, you know, it, it, it becomes dangerous for them because they come become outed. But at the same time, this information needs to get out because this needs to stop. You know, these people that are trying to help the American people. And next thing you know, they're they're being murdered and their death is being ruled a suicide. Please. We've seen this scenario play out one too many times in the past i don't even have to list the list of names and names and names of all those people with the same type of scenario okay we can go through all that but again you know we have to look at how how powerful the pharmaceutical industry is we're talking about billions and billions of dollars when you have that type of money that comes with a lot of power a lot of power so, you know, again, we have this story here of this, uh, you know, executive who is trying to do right by the American people and ends up dead. So, and we've seen countless of holistic doctors uh, in the last 12 months to last actually 24 months, a s- spiking number of people of these individuals dying of suspicious natures as well. It's ridiculous. And people need to start talking about this. And that's why I'm talking about it. So anyways, that's uh, my little rant for this week. Um, we're going to be jumping into our conversation uh, with me and Jay about direct energy weapons and how that all ties in with the California wildfires. Again, um, if you can, please pass along the word about the podcast. And I hope you enjoy the episode. And uh, thanks for uh, joining back with us here at Dark Fringe Radio. And we're going to be talking about this uh, California wildfire situation here, Jay. Pretty crazy stuff. Me and you just finished watching a couple of videos on YouTube on this stuff. It's uh, pretty crazy, huh? Yeah, it's, it's weird. You know, people out there try to step away and say it might be something else. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that leads it open for uh, debate and and. Honestly, debating more leaning on the conspiracy theory side. Yeah, I mean, we're we're watching these videos and we're seeing these pictures of these houses and these cars. Um, more specifically, the cars where the glass is being melted, which that takes a very high, tremendous amount of well of heat for that to happen. I mean, we're not talking about a forest fire type of heat no, for we're that talking, to happen. We're talking so when um, it was the Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. It was one of my first Fourth of July. I was living on my own. And me and my kids were lighting off fireworks out in the backyard, and I was doing it off a glass table. Right. I was fairly young, wasn't even thinking about the heat that those things laid off. Right. And I know where 
the tables shatter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super fun cleaning shards of glass out of a, out of grass. Probably. Right, of course. Super fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it didn't melt. At no point was there anything melted. It shattered right. from the heat right. going through it unevenly. Mm-hmm. Those windshields, it was melted like it was all just a big piece of plastic. Right. That's, got to, that's, just, that's some intense, instantaneous heat. Not only that, it's heat that is covering the whole piece of glass. So what I mean by that is this. Okay, so there's a car on the side of the road. The fire is going to come from one way or the other, right? It's yes. either going to come from the left or the right. Right. So that means if it came from the left or the right, it would make so burn much unevenly. heat, it would burn unevenly, which means it would shatter, right? Right. So this obviously concludes that this was directly on top of the glass, engulfing the glass completely. That's and crazy. it's impossible to do that with a forest fire. Well, it's impossible to do that with any fire. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because, again, same kind, of, same kind of thing. Fire itself, while super hot at the core... As you're getting away from the intensity at the, at, the, at the core or the base of the fire, right? It it cools off and then it gets more affected by wind and oxygen, so fire will blow. Right. So you will get these uneven patterns. There's nothing uneven. No, no. It was instantaneous and it was complete. Yeah, it was complete. And, and in the front half of the car, yeah, we was saw untouched. <laughs> yeah, that's even crazier. We saw some photos of. The car, half of it being melted and the other front of it was just perfectly fine. Like it was untouched completely. So it, it would give the appearance of that where that was the edge of the energy weapon. And, you know, that's where it began and that's where it ended right there. Very weird. No? And then they were also talking about, you know, these uh, fires in California and how, you know, they had 14 different fires started in 14 different places all at the same time. How does that happen? Not from flying ember. No, not from, exactly. I mean, we're talking about miles apart from each other all at the same time. So that's very suspect all in itself. I mean, that is very unexplainable <clears throat> right there. It's super unexplainable because, again, it, there aren't many natural... There are, na- there are action in nature that you can understand. There's, there's very few acts in nature in which we don't understand. 14 wildfires all starting at the same time is unprecedented. Yeah, and it's and it leads you. The question is to how did they, how did they start? Where did they start? If it was direct energy, who was it from? Well, that's a question that um, a lot of people have been asking, and some people have opinions and theories when it comes to that. One theory in particular, um, you know, us being living here in Florida, you know, just as well as I do, you know, Hurricane Michael came through here earlier this year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for the most part, does devastate a lot of part of, you know, the northern Florida, uh, part of Florida. And, um, you know, had uh, a lot of devastation there. And, uh, you know, thank God we were able to dodge that bullet. But at the same time, during that time, China was also getting a very massive typhoon. Okay. So, mm-hmm. is there anybody that would stand to gain from causing natural dis- destruction to both America and China? Each other, I guess, right? So you think that was almost like a direct energy attack? Maybe. That's what some theorists actually are are, are, are thinking. I mean, mm-hmm. they're thinking that China actually made this hurricane actually hit Florida. And and in, in retaliation for that, we uh, we had this typhoon hit China, like the biggest typhoon ever hit China. Crazy. Yeah, ever. I saw it. It was huge. Yeah, ever to hit China. And it, you know, it happens in our time. You notice that all these things that are happening in our time, like all the biggest things as far as nature is concerned, yeah. Um, Isn't that kind of alarming to you, don't you? Don't well, you no, it's definitely alarming, but I don't know. I mean, there are, with some of them, you could look at some factors like the the solstice. They talk about the axis of the Earth is actually spinning somewhat differently. Mm. We're, we're in a position in which we've not been in millennia. Right. But. But. <laughs> but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh you can't you can't say it wouldn't be a government attack. You can't even say it's, it wouldn't be our own government attack. That's true. That's you true. know, uh, Thanksgiving. Let me talk about the Trail of Tears. Our our government has multiple times, mm-hmm. very uh, hypocritically, yeah, yeah, acted. You know, we we got on for not uh, not invading Nazi Germany earlier to help out so many of the Jews that were dying in the Holocaust, but during that same time. We interred Japanese Americans. Yeah, for fear. It's true. It's very true. We and did that. we've talked just on this podcast, nonetheless, about other 
other podcasts, there's so many other things that have happened mm-hmm. that you have you have to question our government and what they're doing. Um, you know, even if if some of it's not true, the government has let, let itself to be questioned. Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely has. Now, now thinking about the government and them being able to do this and doing this to these people, um, what do you think would be the 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 reason for them to do something like this? What would what would be the? Is it just for testing purposes at this point? Maybe. I mean, could that be it? Maybe. 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 Or, I mean, it could have to do with votes. Mm-hmm. It did happen in California, which is a very big political state. Right. It happened in California that isn't really mainstream with the current administration. Um, they wanted to secede from the United States. Crazy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy to think that that might be even a possibility, but, I mean, why not? I mean, the government has done worse before in the past, you know, as you, as you pointed out very, you know, eloquently. But, again, we have these things happening. Nobody seems to... And, I don't know, have you seen the meme prop uh, just recently with uh, Anthony Hopkins' house in California where all the houses around it are burnt down except for his? No. Yeah, you got to check this shit out. Give me a second. Yeah, yeah. So look up Anthony Hopkins' house meme. <clears throat> and just to explain to you guys at home what I'm talking about, you guys can do this as well yourself. I'll just look this up. Anthony Hopkins' house meme. And there's this meme where they're talking about Anthony Hopkins' house. And his house is like the only house that's untouched. And all the houses around it are completely burnt to a crisp. Like, and I'm not talking about burnt to a crisp where you can see like piling. They're disintegrated. They're disintegrated. There's nothing left. There's no wood. There's nothing. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing. And so... It's like he's on a fucking island. <laughs> right? So you're looking at it right now, right, Jay? Oh, my God. It's like he's on a fucking island. Right. And all the houses around it are completely gone, right? Lasers. Sound like the stuff of science fiction, right? Sound completely unbelievable. How could our military possibly be using those in future warfare? Guess what? We've just had a recent breakthrough. More great test results that are making lasers a reality. So it's called Athena. Lockheed Martin makes it, and they've been doing a lot of the pioneering in this laser field. Now, what's really exciting about it is that it's so hard to harness that much power and make it compact enough that it's actually going to make practical sense downrange. And they've proven that they can do that. Uh, recently, uh, they tested it against five moving drones, so realistic drones that they might go up against, with, uh, you know, enemy forces might send against us, for example, uh, or terrorists might send against us. Uh, and it successfully shot down all five of the drones. This is huge news because it means that in a realistic practical setting it's looking very promising so it could be ready to field quite soon so when you see the movies or you look at comic books or television shows when you see the laser weapons they tend to be a color right red or green or something like that uh, real lasers one of the key advantages that they provide is that they are invisible you actually can't see them you just see this damage suddenly starting to blow something up uh, so if we take a look now at what the Athena did to a truck so we're looking at a truck engine and the Athena within seconds was able to beam right in there, heat the whole thing up, and burn through the engine of this vehicle. So if you imagine if you were in that vehicle, all of a sudden, this hole would start appearing in your engine, and the whole thing would just disappear. That's what these lasers do. Now, there's some other key advantages that we should mention. Let me give you three of them. One, unlimited ammo. As long as we have power, we have an unlimited magazine. And downrange, of course, having unlimited ammo can be a huge advantage. Second, it's silent. We don't give the enemy any advance warning that it's coming. And then the third one I wanted to touch on is that it travels at the speed of light. So not only are we delivering powerful, 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 decisive effects, lethality, we're also doing it so rapidly they don't know what hit them. So if you circle back to that example of being in the car again, that would happen so instantaneously, within seconds, you truly would have no idea what was happening. It would just suddenly start disintegrating, right? So what can we use these against? So we talked about the vehicle a bit. We talked about how Athena has just proven itself against drones. But in the real world application, our forces could use it against the drones. We could use it against aircraft. Uh, We could use it against vehicles on the ground, like we mentioned. Uh, We could also use it against fast attack boats. And in fact, Athena's sibling, Adam, a couple years ago, proved that it could eliminate these fast attack boats. So if you imagine, boats start trying to swarm one of our ships. Not a problem for this laser burns right through the hull. As you can see right there, it's burning right through the hull. 
I'm incredibly excited about this news, this great news about the successful testing of Athena, because it means that we'll be putting these powerful weapons soon. We could put them in the hands of our warfighters and give them even more powerful weaponry uh, to keep themselves safe and also to deliver the effects that we need. They can be used, laser weapons can be used offensively and of course defensively too to help protect our homeland. Think of our airports that might be under threat uh, from enemy drones. They could be used to protect our, we could use them statically and used to protect our airports. They could be used to protect our power grid, our, our nuclear plants. So there's lots of different exciting applications for this technology. There's no longer science fiction, but science fact. So yeah, it makes, uh, it doesn't make sense. I mean, you have this, you know, very odd pattern of burns. And it burned. Uh-huh, go ahead. It burned right to where his fence was. The, the burn lines mm-hmm. follow his fence line. If that was a normal natural fire, it would just continue to you burn. You can assume right. that it would burn the fence, right? Because it didn't look like it was a big metal like it was. It was a wooden get fence. It looked like what? If not, if it was plastic, which would have burned too? Even worse, right? Exactly. And then it stops. <laughs> it doesn't jump to the very green, lush right. front yard he has. No, no, no. It doesn't affect any of the trees <clears throat> he has around the sides and back. That's crazy shit. Isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. All you guys at home, just check that out. Look up Anthony Hopkins' house meme. And it's very interesting. You look at it, all the houses on the side of it are completely disintegrated. That's the same thing that we saw in the footage and the videos that we were watching. No reason why that should be happening that way. Really. And, um, again, it's just very weird to see these things. We're looking at these cars that are like, they look like they've been melted. Like, I know, I've seen cars been melted from fires, like, that they, they started look, inside the car. Like that. But that even then, it didn't even look like it. It looked like it was melted from a top and up above, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then we saw the video, of course, of the beams that we saw coming down, uh, you know, from where? God knows where. It didn't look like they melted. No. At least, it, it looked like there were parts of them that were fine. It just like, bent. Right. Almost right. like a severe impact. Right. And these cars, we're talking about, that are, like, melted... Are on the road and nothing else around it is burnt. Nothing. None of the grass. Not a... None of the fence around. You know, none of the other part of the road. Uh, it was like a laser came down and basically cooked the car out of nothing. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's just um, very, very strange. We see this and, you know, we, we question why, you know, something like this would happen. Again, how about if it's not that? What, what else could it be? Could it be just people causing this on purpose arsonist let's think of the let's think of all the possibilities jay okay all right well let's so explore let's throw, let's throw out arsonists right so 14 arsonists right working simultaneously right or within a close enough amount of time that it's it seems like this instant right all at the same time how do you explain the way that the buildings burn and once they burn to a certain point they stopped. That was it. Right. Yeah. That's not how fire works. No, it doesn't. It's very weird. Especially in California when you usually have a wildfire. Right. Because they always have the warnings when it's dry mm-hmm. that ash will jump in and the fires will grow. And you've seen some big fires. Big fires recently. Right. This doesn't seem like that. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And, you know, thank God I, I give credit to... I, one thing I wanted to say, you know, we talk about the conspiracy theory here, but I also wanted to give thanks and praise to the firefighters that are out there, you know, risking their lives to try to put this blaze out, you know, this crazy fire. What they said, this is the deadliest fire ever in California. Ever, ever. There's a couple hundred people. <sighs> yeah, I think a hundred and some people have uh, been reported missing I mean, or dead. It's, and it's a big thanks to all of our first responders. Not just, I'm not just firefighters. I mean, firefighters, paramedics, exactly. Uh, EMTs, EMTs, police. Yeah. I mean, everybody. And people that are coming in from out of state, too, to help out. I yeah. mean, that's which oh, is... amazing. That's how it should be. That's how life should be. That's how society should be. Exactly. Um, it shouldn't be our government attacking us with laser beams. <laughs> the laser. The laser. But, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, it's so strange how, you know, we can see this happening in front of us. But, again, a lot of people kind of close their eyes to this and are just turn their head and say, oh... That's not true. That's just a conspiracy theory. How can you believe that? But then you look at these pictures and say, how the fuck can't you believe that? How can you believe that two houses are burnt from one to the left and one to the right and the one in the middle is not even touched? Can't. Explain that. Come can't. on. Can't. 
Explain the one from Anthony Hopkins' house where it stops on the freaking That's crazy shoot. Yeah, coming. It's the, the pictures, all the pictures that we saw. Also, of, um, you know, it, there was one building that burnt to nothing. It was the very first picture we saw. Yeah, the building had burnt to nothing. Right, right next door to it. Right, gas station. Gas station. Gas station didn't blow up. Gas right. station was, was untouched. Right, and there was a retail center right behind it. Right. Okay, so those are two things that drives local economy. Those are two things that, um, ultimately, the government. Can, it can benefit from them being open. Right. What was that building before? Was it a church? Who knows? That's a good thing. Maybe that's something that people need to investigate. You know, maybe there's a pattern somewhere in, you know, these buildings of which ones were, you know. If the people responsible for said direct energy weapons are listening, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't come up with the pattern idea. <laughs> I was simply asking something for anti-religious purposes. Uh, but no, it's interesting. It really is because, it, you know, there's been harp. I don't know if you've ever heard of harp before. Mm-hmm. And that was a high altitude uh, frequency, blah, 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 blah. You know, right. I, I can't remember the, right. the acronym breakdown. But anyways, I mean, that was a representation of what the government used to use to direct and use weather, mm-hmm. you know, to their advantage. Mm-hmm. And it's seems like now that these things are going on we're having the most ruthless fires ever in california history everything is now the worst thing in history are we at a war at a like climate war with other countries do you think that's possible it's possible again you have to ask the question is who has the technology right to go into a war like that right you know who has not only the technology but has the social and economical resources to continue and compete. Right. You know? Whether in biological warfare waged by our own government against our own citizens is not theory, conjecture, or hypothesis. It's a historical fact and a verifiable reality for anyone who chooses to open their eyes, do some objective research, and look through a clear lens. Hurricane suppression patents and processes have been a reality for over seven decades, starting with the U.S. military's Project Cirrus in 1947. Major U.S. hurricane landfalls have been suppressed or steered away from the mainland U.S. for over 4,300 days. The recent rash of catastrophic cyclone landfalls in the U.S. is not an act of nature. It's not an act of God. It's weather warfare being waged by the U.S. military and other related entities. Large cyclonic rotations are also occurring in other regions. All are, in one form or another, part of the incredibly complex climate engineering Manhattan Project going on all over the globe. Extremely powerful radio frequency microwave transmissions from land-based transmitters are a core component of climate and cyclone manipulation. Though we can speculate on the many agendas behind recent radical escalations in the ongoing covert weather warfare global assault, available data, including satellite imagery, proves that hurricanes and the weather as a whole are absolutely being manipulated with catastrophic results. Hurricane Maria is just the latest chapter in the covert weather warfare assault. Maria is visible in the center of this satellite loop, but also of interest are the massive convective zones visible elsewhere over the superheating seas. Why aren't there even more cyclones developing? With atmospheric aerosol dispersions and extremely powerful radio frequency transmissions, the weather makers decide what is allowed to develop into a cyclone, where it goes, what is broken up, and thus prevented from organizing. They decide. How are cyclones manipulated and steered when they are still well out to sea? Again, radio frequency microwave transmissions from dozens of ionosphere heater facilities, like HARP, play a part by creating high and low pressure zones, which in turn can steer cyclones and storms. As Maria approached Puerto Rico, radio frequency microwave transmissions from a transmission source near Ponce, Puerto Rico, were visibly impacting the approaching storm. In the case of this record head-on landfall into Puerto Rico, what possible factors may those behind the curtain be motivated by? Will the U.S. military move back into Puerto Rico under a humanitarian aid pretext and then reestablish 
military base there to make up for the one that they lost over a decade ago. It's no secret that the military-industrial complex and the American empire is desperate to expand everywhere it can. This excerpt from the book, The Basis of Empire, makes mention of the increased goal of the U.S. military for militarizing the Caribbean. How many countries has the U.S. military invaded and or otherwise occupied in the last century plus? The list is unimaginably long and continues to grow. Most Americans are unfortunately completely unaware of the long and dark history of the U.S. military's abuse of the Puerto Rican population and the environment on which their lives depend. Was Puerto Rico's refusal to be sprayed with dangerous neurotoxins under the guise of mosquito abatement in the past, toxins that are now being sprayed on Texas and Florida, was their refusal to allow this another factor in making them a target for weather warfare? Perhaps the bankruptcy of Puerto Rico was yet another factor that somehow played into the overall weather warfare agenda that's being carried out. Here's what's not speculation. Hurricane Maria, like Hurricane Irma and Hurricane Harvey, could have been dissipated with patented processes of cyclone suppression, just as been the case with so many other Atlantic Basin storms in recent history, over 4,300 days. But they weren't. These storms were not only allowed to spin up to full strength, they were steered and manipulated. And what about Hurricane Jose, the storm that just won't go away? Perhaps because it's providing a needed atmospheric moisture source that the climate engineers are using and utilizing for other aspects of their operations. Jose was kept from coming too close to shore with powerful blasts from radio frequency microwave transmitters in numerous locations like this one near Binghamton, New York. In recent days, other transmitters further south were also extremely active, like this one at Moody Air Force Base in Georgia. And there are still other transmitters, like this one near Wakefield, Virginia, which was also holding some of Hurricane Jose's moisture from migrating further inland. Global weather warfare is real and it's now. Populations must face the fact that they are not only expendable to those in power, but are, in reality, a rapidly increasing liability. Populations and countries that are considered adversarial by the U.S. empire are repeated victims of weather cataclysms. Puerto Rico, Cuba, the Philippines, multiple Middle Eastern countries, all are only some examples of what any objective investigation indicates is weather warfare. The ongoing climate engineering operations are not only decimating the biosphere, these programs are contaminating every breath we take. The effort to expose and halt climate engineering must rationally be considered our most critical battle. And this effort will take all of us, sharing credible climate engineering information with others who are not yet aware of what's occurring in our skies is crucial. You know, we're still a major power when it comes to weaponry, military, uh, you know, the, uh, as, as Ike used to call it. <laughs> You know, President Eisenhower. Uh, the Industrial Military complex. complex, of course. Yeah. The downfall of the American uh, society, unfortunately, I think. Um, it's, certainly, it's certainly where it starts. Uh, Benjamin yeah. Franklin always used to say that if you'll sacrifice some of your liberties for freedom, you, desire, you deserve neither liberty yeah, or freedom. freedom. Right, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Makes perfect sense. Um, yeah, I mean... Again, we talk about direct energy weapons. Are we at a war with other countries? I mean, we talk about what countries could possibly do this. Russia? China? Current day Russia, yes, definitely. China, absolutely. China. Who else could be there? Who? Mm-hmm. Who's that? It's the French. The French? The French. No, I don't think they are. The even. French breed. <laughs> they don't think they the even French have an army, do they? What do you think they have on our ears? <laughs> do they have you an army? crazy. No, I don't. I don't think they have an army. No, they're they? infamous. They're infamous for draw. You know, the the quick re- retreat and uh, and uh, you know, uh, forfeit is the word coming to mind. That's not what I'm thinking. Yeah, 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 surrender. Yeah. Surrender. Yeah, yeah. You know, they yeah. didn't help us out in the Revolutionary War, though. Well, yeah, back then. Yeah, they were good right? to us. But come World War One. <laughs> yeah, things changed a bit. World War Two. The Nazis, like, as soon as all, all, pretty much all Hitler did was knocked on their door, and they're like. 
You give up. Yeah, yeah. Well, He's Right, yeah, yeah. Well, again, the French. If anybody's listening is French, I'm not trying to be offensive. <laughs> I'm just a jackass. He's just being offensive, but it's all good. <laughs> not on the purpose of being offensive. So, Russia, China. Russia, China. That's it? You think Iraq? Saudi? If they could do that, don't you think they'd have nuclear weapons figured out? Who says they don't? It's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's true. Saudi Arabia, maybe Iraq. maybe Not yeah, Iraq, but maybe uh, Iran. 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 Iran might. Pakistan? No? I don't know. I mean, too I'm small? not... I'm not... Right. Yeah, too small, right? Well, and that's, that's the other thing you gotta think about. To not only have the great pool of minds to come up with something like that, right? but the pool of resources. Mm. Not only do you need... Um, resources for building a facility that, that's going to house something like that. Mm-hmm. Materials taken to um, to create something with that kind of power. Yeah. Um, not only does it take tremendous natural resources like concrete and sand and metal, and but you're also talking about a substantial fiscal backing. Yeah. It's going to take a lot of money. It's going to take a lot of money. So you're going to need a bigger country... That pays taxes right. or pays something towards the government, so whatever, however, other countries might do it. I don't know. I've never mm. been. Yeah. But yeah. I know we pay taxes. We pay sales tax. We pay all kinds of taxes. It's like right. a phone bill. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's things in our check that we don't know where that money goes. Of course. Of course. Of course. With, which begs the, the the answer is that it seems like the the only natural suspect to this would be China because we're always in direct competition with China. Oregon. 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 America. <laughs> could be to ourselves, right? It could be. Really? Yeah. I mean, again, you think of all the times our government has done things either behind our back. 9-11. 9-11. Fuck, Watergate. Watergate. Yeah. You know, it, it's... There have been plenty of times where the government of the United States has done things not with the best interests of its civilian population. Yeah, it's true. Very true. Very true. So, you have to wonder, again, is this something that's going to affect voting? Is this something that's going to affect um, not creating secession? Is this, is this something that's trying to uh, dig up natural resources? Is this something that's, that's affecting the population is such that we almost start to move from those areas, leaving mm-hmm. open land? Mm-hmm. You know... Uh, I'm going to quote Lex Luthor. <laughs> not not the wrestler, mind you. Because yeah. I can't remember anything that dude said. Yeah. He never uh, did but, give a good promo. So, guy, yeah, yeah. He never did. No, he, he was horrible. Yeah. Um, but Lex Luthor in uh, Superman Returns okay. takes one of Superman's crystals and throws it in the middle of the ocean and creates almost a uh, a sort uh, a fortress of solitude. But he does it, makes a kryptonite, so that way when Superman lands, he's beatable. Right. And he says, people are a dime a dozen, resources are naturally occurring, mm-hmm. the thing that there's as much as there's ever going to be is land. Right. There's not going to be any more. So if you can make your own land, if you can make land, you have something that somebody wants. Yeah. Because the population itself is growing. So we're running out of space, bit by bit by bit. Right. Makes sense. So... I mean, maybe that's what it is. Maybe the government is trying to get more... Unoccupied land. Unoccupied land. That's an interesting concept. I mean, I never thought about that that part before, but that makes perfect sense. I mean, it could possibly be that. I mean, uh, it could be also for political reasons. We um, we heard our president-chief talk about this in kind of um, in a mockingly way. Um, Flip the tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, he he said that, um, you know, this is all caused because of leaves that were not raked, and we need to rake our leaves. Um, so you're trying I'm not to tell even, me that the yeah. forest fires of all time were caused because, what, there's more, more leaves? More there. leaves on the floor. So, um, I'm not even joking when I say this. Um, I mean, I'm not even trying to poke fun. I'm just stating the facts. You know, that's just silly and ridiculous. I mean, this is th- there's evidence here where you can see... Where these things were directed. Yeah. 
this is not, uh, you know, it's not accidental. This is not accidental by any means, by any stretch of the imagination. And if anybody sits there and thinks that it is, you really need to do your research because if you do a little bit of research, you'll be able to just to see with your own two eyes that, um, you know, that this is something a lot bigger than what most people think and see, especially to the mainstream media. Because you know, everybody right now saying this is arson or this is you know somebody at a campfire or this, you know. No, Four, Four, 14 at the same time. Right, exactly. 14 at the same time. Eight. And again, if if I'm willing to leave into it, because mm-hmm. I'm usually the first person who looks at even the conspiracy theories and, and has, you know, I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy. Right. You know, I like to see my own facts. I do my own research. I try to come up with, formulate my own opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last episode we did that, that will be out soon mm-hmm. was on the, the moon landing. And, right. And this is a beautiful example, like we said in the episode, of Will and I being on two different sides of the fence. Right. Uh, he believes it's a conspiracy. I don't. I believe it's not. But on this particular one, we're both on the same fence. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hard to refute the evidence when you look at it. You know, you see these houses, the way they burn, and it just doesn't make any sense at all. But again, um, you know, just another example of what, uh, you know, the government can do uh, to us at any moment. And uh, just got to be very cognizant and be aware of, you know, these things. And, you know, when you see them, call it out. Don't be afraid to call it out. Uh, you know, especially if you have photographic evidence and things of that nature. I mean, I'm starting to see these energy beams just like coming down from the sky, hitting the floor. It just makes no sense. I'm like, where else would you find something like that? This doesn't make sense. So. I, again, I urge people that, you know, if you're out there, you know, try to take as much evidence as possible when it comes to this. And, you know, when you, you, you hear this stuff in the news, open your mind a little bit and do some more research. You know, dig under a little bit deeper under the, the what's given to you um, by ABC or NBC or CBS and all that bullshit. So, yeah, exactly. Now, it's more op ed, and that's all it is. And it's just, you know, to get ratings and numbers. Propaganda. Propaganda. That's all it is. So, all right, man. I think that's pretty much it. I think we talked, you know, covered that topic pretty damn good, man. I, th- I think we went into it fairly thoroughly, and yeah. we've, we've at least raised some questions, opened some eyes. Yeah. Uh, you know, gotta help. We're wrong. I hope so too. But, but a lot of a lot of this evidence just doesn't show that. It doesn't point to that. Science fiction always becomes science fact. All right. Well, listen. I think that's going to be a wrap for uh, this week. Um, Jay, do uh, you have anything to uh, add to the uh, podcast for the uh, end of the week here? What to watch. What to watch. All right, watch. man. The New Girl. The New Girl. Oh, With, Jim. Uh, Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel? Yeah. Okay. Tell me about it. What's yeah. going on? So she plays... I've only seen a couple episodes, and they, they were very sparse. But every episode was good. It was quick writing. It was fast wit. Uh, they are quick moving. She plays this kind of uh, neurotic, kind of all over the place... A girl who's trying to figure out life. She has her best friend. Um, there's a guy who's in an early episode's a friend, and I think they become an item. Um, but there's like this whole group of friends, and it does show. It shows the, the different dynamics between like men and their friends, and females and their friends. But what's really funny is the female friends are all almost stereotypical female friends. Hmm. These guy friends are a new evolution. A little bit more emotional, right? More sensible. Two of the three are more emotional and sensitive, and kind of. And but then you have the one who's like, so you almost see this in the writing. You see the evolution of society. It's really cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. And again, quick, fast, funny. She's cute. The new girl. Where'd you see that on? What's uh? Do you know? Uh, it was four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I wasn't looking at what the channel was. No, that's cool. Man. I was trying to sleep, but I I knew if I turned it off, I definitely was gonna be wide awake. <laughs> You're gonna so be wide awake. Lay there and watch it. Yeah. But I, I was thoroughly entertained. There you you'd be go. thoroughly entertained at 4 o'clock in the morning when I'm trying to go to sleep. Right. They're doing something right. They're doing something right. Hey, that makes sense. Makes sense. All right, cool. All right, well, listen, that's it for me uh, for the uh, for the week. And, uh, again, I want to remind everybody, if you have anything to add to the podcast, uh, guest suggestions, uh, topic suggestions, you can send that to thedarkfringe at gmail.com. Again, thedarkfringe at gmail.com. I'm Will Martinez for Jay Colosi this week here at Dark Fringe Radio. We will see you guys again next week. Hope you guys enjoy and live long and prosper. Stay away from the freaking wildfires, right, Jay? That is correct. All right. Have a good week, guys. (laughs) 